0: Up from long range, you done messed up Get ready for this all-caught pressure Straight talk to your gut like a Hail merit. Stiff in competition, now they ain't ready We ain't worried, got the play in the huddle All hitting commentary, make the faded heart bumble Be humble, you ain't ready for the skills Triple double, let them know the game is real Swinging for the bleachers every time Grand slam, every time they hear me rhyme I'm in my prime, no limit on the scrimmage Scramble, shake and bake, got the opposition spinning I'm there grinning, this is easy as a layup. Trash talking to the haters, players say what? Chatting all crazy, gotta play me though This is Sports Talk Radio this is sports talk radio, 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 this is sports talk radio, 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 this is sports talk radio, 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 this is sports talk radio This is sports talk radio, radio radio, this is sports talk radio, radio radio, this is sports talk radio, radio radio, this is sports talk radio
1: What's up, what's up, what's up, people? What's Glad up? Glad y'all staying with us for the technical stuff. But we yes. do this organically, so I hope y'all respect it. This is Sports Talk Radio, platform started by myself, Nikki Marie Radio, my guy M-Extra, Mike Shavis over there, man. And we just love doing what we do. We love talking sports, but we're not just sports. We always tell everybody, we're not just sports. Yes. But you will get real talk. Nikki, what's our first topic today? All right,
2: so before we get into the first topic... Mm-hmm. I just want to thank you guys for rocking it out with me every Wednesday, uh-huh, 7.30, uh-huh. you know. Yeah,
1: we're here, we're here. We make sure we, we get ourselves here, you know what I'm And
2: saying? I know we're we going to play basketball that. later. Definitely,
1: definitely.
2: You guys definitely. have a 15% chance of winning against me.
1: 15? 15. 15. 15%. Just I think like. my numbers are scared those are scale. You're using a curve? <laughs>
2: nope. Just like the Green Bay Packers, you guys have a 15% chance of winning against me. And oh, they have okay. a 15% chance okay. of uh, <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, in the playoffs. I, the, 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 those Packers are in trouble. Was it, 4-6-1? <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. in trouble. They're in trouble. And, and it's been a long time coming. You know, that, that organization hasn't drafted anybody, any skilled player to help Aaron Rodgers in the last four or five years. Yeah. They're, they're wasting the guy's prime. He's always banged up because the old lines Get them chipped up. You know, I just... I feel like that's a debacle waiting to happen. And it's already here. It's I mean, six,
3: but five.
2: what can they do at this point to improve their chances?
1: Well,
3: I mean, you'd have to go back to the draft to, to improve okay. their chances. I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's any way you can improve their chances now in the middle of the year. Who's trying to go like so to Wisconsin
1: it. anyway? They're not going to get free agents. Like, that's, that's the thing about story franchises like Wisconsin. They got all these guys that back in the day didn't care about vacations, didn't care about good weather. Nowadays, guys want to be in places like LA yeah. and Vegas, just sit and open up a rent yeah. there. And it's just not a good destination for free agents. And that's why you got to spend the money to get people in or draft guys where they don't have a choice where they're playing. And they've done a terrible job you of putting pieces around. I think the saddest part is that a guy like Aaron Rodgers is going to go down in history
3: with, A little lower winning percentage, a little less times in the playoffs. All of these things are going to be on his record. And when we bring him up with guys like Tom Brady and other guys who
1: are held in such high light, the light won't shine so much for him. Listen, listen, he can scramble all he want and throw those little side balls. He ain't better than Drew Brees. He ain't better than Peyton Manning, wait, wait, wait. and if I start talking about them old cats from back in the wait, days wait, wait, who wait, wait, barely wait, wait, had padding wait, wait, on their helmets, wait, wait, man, wait, wait, them little wait, tough guys, I mean, he brible, he get hurt every year. For
3: the last for the last five six years, twelve's
1: been uh, injured. Green Bay injured. When Green Bay. He the missed two or three games every year, league. and no, sometimes. He's, he's, He's He's been been, almost out of the season. He missed about seven games last year with the collarbone. And that's going back to
3: what I was just talking about. You have guys who who are great and should have more talent around them. And these teams just don't put the emphasis
1: where it needs to be put and draft the players that they need. But media also doesn't give him... The, the, the indictment he needs on what's going on. There should be an indictment on Aaron Rodgers for what's going Why, on. How in can agreement. you indict Aaron Rodgers if he doesn't have the, put the parts around him to truly Listen, succeed? Listen, man, the great ones don't yeah. need don't, that many pieces around no, them. The great ones not, get it done with whoever they not, got no. there. Well, I
0: Especially not when you have... Had, Tom I had, I had has
1: con- never...
2: I had a conversation with Dante Savage earlier today.
1: Former Pacquist. Former
2: Pacquist. Former And he basically said kind of what you're saying. Like, Aaron Rodgers needs... More veterans. I'm not surprised.
1: Not the young veterans. So, did you hear what he said? (laughs) Not high level, not high paying guys, but just guys who know how to play the game. That's what what I'm talking about. You can't, these these teams think that you can put makeshift
3: parts around a star because you have the star. You can't do that. You have to put the same intensity and effort into finding players at the skill positions when you have a star player as you would when you have Mm -hmm. a a less. you know, a guy who's
1: just won't cut it for you at I hear you, I hear you, I, well, I hear you. Shout out to Nikki Marie for just throwing in her energy right there on Sports yeah, Talk yeah. Radio, y'all. That's smooth. That's, that's real that's journalism, all right. So whoever good. writing that's shit air down, tomorrow,
2: guys. yeah, whoever <laughs> writing things
1: down, write that down. But um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is gonna have a, you know an uphill battle for the rest of this yeah. season and moving forward because, yeah. like I said, it's not a free agent destination. Who wants to go to Wisconsin? Another
3: guy, another guy that just needs better pass protection around him. And better guys at the
1: skill position. They let and a lot of guys go. I still love y'all, away. Wisconsin man. If y'all checking in, you know I ain't got no beef with Wisconsin. Yes. <laughs> but if I had a choice where I'm yeah, playing, I'm not, coming, right? I'm, okay. not gonna, I'm not coming. Right? I'm not even going I'm not even going to repeat
2: what they said. Wisconsin. Well, let's get
1: into LSU. Oh okay. man, you you know I don't know where you're gonna go with this, but I got I got something I want to say about I LSU. Mean,
2: you got the floor. Obviously. Okay,
1: first of all, I mean, they are. fired they fired they fired the last coach, my guy Miles. Les right. Miles. Yep. Les Miles. They fired him because they felt like they weren't in the national championship picture. You know, they, we should be contending for rings with Alabama. So we're going to let go of a guy that has been a staple in this community and, and who's everyone knows LSU for. You know what I mean? I don't know the new coach's name. I don't even know how to spell it. You know what I mean? I know what he looks like, though. And LSU was 9-0, 10-0 before they played this huge game against Texas A&M. And then they, just, they, they went to war with them and then lost the next game embarrassingly. And it's like, that's how serious you guys take your, 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 your situation. You know, you can't really fire coaches when they're not on the floor playing these games especially when they're coming down to one field goal and well, Les miles had a lot of games that were close yeah, man. yeah not be blown out like that? i think the problem with Les miles was more of a recruiting
3: thing because um for a lot of the time that he was there at lsu they really had bad quarterback play uh he never did well as far as when it came to recruiting quarterbacks and getting a guy in there that could kind of mesh with the rest of the talent that he had they they were the complete opposite of what the green bay packers are they had everything at the skill positions but nothing at quarterback so you know that's why you have to have everything you
1: know you can't discount those type of things when it comes to building a team let's let's look at michigan same situation as lsu to me and they're probably going to fire a guy who they shouldn't fire in jim harbour because when you look at it the guy's winning yeah. Guys winning games, he can't beat the teams that you guys want him to beat. Yeah. And that's what Les Miles' problem. They're like, oh, we're losing those big rivalry games and and you, with yeah. our alumni. Yeah. So they don't want to contribute money because they're bringing all their family to yeah. these big rivalry yeah. games. Yeah. and All this personal crap. Listen, you are who you are. Michigan hasn't won since the 70s. LSU hasn't won since the 80s. You are who you are. You, you got you to gotta go out, get the pieces if you want to win. Alabama consistently gets the pieces. And you know, in college, it's even more uh slanted
3: you know the the horizon of the players and where they're going and stuff like that because in college you have less to sell somebody with you know what i mean <laughs> In right, the pros really you can tough. sell somebody with, to be with a lot heart. more right so and, and and that's where you get the kids who are only going to the schools that they grew up idolizing on tv they're not going to go to these lower echelon schools or the schools who are still in the top but considered lower echelon of the top Uh, LSU, for instance, who's just below Alabama right now, just below all these other teams that are up there right now at the top. And
1: they belong in the conversation. We got anybody watching from Central Florida, UCF. I feel like you guys could play with anybody. I'm sick of teams like LSU because they have all this history being talked about for the college playoff. And then a team like UCF, who is undefeated in the last two years, you hear me? Undefeated. They're undefeated. And they can't get a look for the for the playoff. Like, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. All these guys that have been around football for 50 and 60 years need to retire and let some younger guys in because that's what's happening. The ties are changing. Different teams are getting highlighted. And we need to move into the times. We, we need to usher into the new realm where everyone has a chance to win, where there's actual parity. I think we put too much... Um, onus on strength of schedule when it comes to college sports also. The, the college makes those on their own anyway, right? right. Your, I mean, your athletic director calls another yeah. athletic director yeah. and says, hey, we want to play you da-da-da. Yeah. The, the conference play is the same yeah. every year, yeah. but your strength of schedule is your fault. Yeah. That's why it should count, Mike. Because yeah. if you want to have a high strength of schedule, you go out and play the big dogs well, early well, in the what if beginning. they tell me, well, what if they say and no? The energy
2: level is higher.
1: If the big dogs go out and say no, then you call some mid-level big dogs. That's gonna raise your the schedule. You don't go play Mammoth. You don't go play Fairfield or Maris. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna yeah. find somebody a step yeah. up from that yeah. to raise my schedule if I'm UCF, because I know that I gotta kinda, mm-hmm. you know, I gotta woo the committee a little right. bit. Right. Yeah, we
2: gotta talk about baseball. God, talk so yeah, about
1: baseball. <laughs> don't do that. You
3: know What's
2: what what
1: up? <laughs> Baseball
3: is oh, in a dead in the period right baseball. now. Um, it's always in a dead winter period. Winter meetings have just passed. You know, uh <laughs>
1: where, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They even came outside during the winter meet up and everything.
2: <laughs> you go on vacation?
1: Yeah, I think they just stayed in Florida. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they go. No, a couple guys go back to no. Dominican Republic. You got a bunch of guys it. from PR, <laughs> and I love y'all. I love well, my getting ready to open up the most important
3: part of the free agency period in baseball right now, and you know, it's got me to thinking of. Since I'm a Yankees and Mets fan, you know, New all, York New fan. York, all New York at heart. <laughs> go you know? New York, go New York, go. So it got <laughs> yeah, me to go thinking um, what it is that the Yankees need in order to get back to the World Series next year. And right. Brian Cashman started off on the right foot, going out and getting us a A-1 starter, you know, to compliment Luis Severino. How I many losses he had last year?
1: He's an A starter. He's not an A-1 starter. He's a um, decent guy. Yeah, he had an I ERA mean, about 3-1. Three seven four, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that that's but, that's a little. Average. I mean, we're gonna we're
3: gonna we're gonna say that that's really good for yeah. right now because baseball is kind of like basketball
1: right now. Did the Mariners make it to the playoffs? Last play, mm-hmm. you know. That's neither here nor there. Well, so
2: let's just, read, let's talk things.
1: about I mean, New York teams strictly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> team, if I'm gonna show love to somebody, I want to show love to the Mets Let's because,
2: talk about
1: the Mets, Yeah, because they, you know, David Wright just went out. You know, one of our first episodes, we talked about him and my glory days when I watched mm-hmm. baseball four, or five, six years ago. He was at the top of his abilities, and man, I had a chance to see David Wright really, really, you know, be the captain that yeah. you know he was nicknamed yeah. for. You know, stand-up guy, s- similar to Jeter to yeah. me. Yeah. And I just hope that the Mets are looking at things like that, the intangible yeah. things, going out and getting guys that are going to be great leaders in the in the in the bullpen. Um, you know, as far as pitching is concerned, but in the locker room, you know, you, you need guys that have been there before, glue and box. that are willing. And no, not just blue, but willing to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we, we always talk about the Yankees and how they want these home run hitters. I'm not a, I'm not a baseball savant, but I do know that sometimes if you get three hits, that equals a point. The home run might be Shout one point. Shout
2: out to Aaron Jones. But
1: if you get three hits, <laughs> one double, two singles, that guy's going to get home. So right. you got to mix it up. you got to get some different pieces. The Yankees need versatility. Well, I think where I mean, it comes Aaron. in is that
3: if you have a lot of home run hitters, you're going to strike out a lot. There we go. Okay? Ooh. And that's the problem for the Yankees. He's going to leave three guys they're on. Always tops and in the lead and strikes out and strikeouts. And that, in baseball, 300 is great. You know, thirty percent is great. You what, the know what, mean? Grand. Mm-hmm. what the Young's doing two grand? hmm What the Young's doing? Two grand? Two thousand strikeout? I mean they get Oh mad. man, nowhere near <laughs> that. I mean it's doing... Don't do that to us, you know. But, uh, hey, I'm trying to get a round we we're we're, we're, we're going to come back strong next year. We're going to be we're going to be right there. Yeah, we got a yeah. We got a good roster. No, no pennant right now. No pennant. Oh, uh, we'll be there. We'll be there. No pennant, bro. Yeah, not be.
1: The, Listen, first of all, the Red
3: Sox are the race. The Red Sox are a formidable um, opponent. But if anyone
1: can beat them, it's the yeah, game. Oh wait, but that, you're talking about in a playoff series. I'm talking about the pennant, the regular season award. That's what the pennant is. No, the pennant is who wins.
3: The, the 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 whole league. That's the pin. If you if you win the
1: league, you've won the pennant. Oh, so the, so the American League winner. Uh-huh. We won learning the here. We Yeah, I know here. nothing about baseball. <laughs> I'm happy I'm learning. I just know that they didn't win a pennant this year because the Red Sox won it. And if they want to win a pennant, well, they got to be better than the Red Sox in the regular well, season. Well, not listen, gonna happen.
3: They just well, gotta listen.
2: watch the plays. We they gotta watch we the can, playback we can, with the Red Sox. We can the get North to South that thing.
1: level.
3: The Yankees weren't yeah. far behind the Red Sox this year, and I believe that. If Paxton Lynch comes in and he can be a, a a good starter for hold us. Hold on, hold and, on. And so the
1: Cavaliers weren't that much behind the Warriors last year. When you get swept, first of all, we didn't get swept. We didn't it's get the same swept. Same thing. We didn't get swept. Everybody gets a little chip okay. game to, to say that you swept. were there. You know what I mean? Right. Like everybody gets a you yeah, know. That's only okay. talk That's only talk that that talk factories here, okay? Just
2: factories.
3: Everybody gets a
1: little game to say that you
3: came,
2: you know what I'm saying? Like, you came,
3: you saw, and you lost. Yeah, you left. Listen. We, we fought We fought and clawed And we won
1: a game Right
3: Don't try to Listen, discount man. Don't try to discount What Someday we did Someday my boy Dylan don't Batonis discount Is gonna we see did. this
1: show And he's gonna be mad That I feel what I feel About the Yankees But yeah. he's gonna send me Some tickets anyway Cause that's my boy You know what I mean yeah. Shout and then out, I Dylan, my shout out to Dylan game. He was in high
3: school The same time as us man He was, he was a big time guy Over there at Grand Street
1: Campus man. I, hear, I, hear, I hear he had A terrible year man Step it up, Dylan.
2: <laughs> Step right,
1: it up. So now, you said you wanted tickets, right?
2: Yeah. You, That's my you, boy. You, he I'm going to stop you right now. You know right I'm going to give it stop the way it, right it is, man. He's my boy. Moving
1: on. You know <laughs>
2: Moving I'm gonna be on. Any
1: no, I can give it
3: Moving no chance. On.
2: NBA.
1: Uh, the league. What
3: yeah. do
2: we have to talk about with the NBA?
1: The rule
3: changes. Between the Knicks,
2: yeah. the
1: Nets. Yeah. Miami.
3: Miami. you talking about the lower-level
2: teams. Low okay, teams.
1: well, you know your boy Adam Silva, he thinks <laughs> he's some – revolutionary commissioner, you know, he comes out with this rule that says the bottom three records will all have the exact same percentage of a chance to win the number one pick, which is 14%. Used to be 25% for the worst team and so forth, so forth. Everybody else kind of gets, you know, kicked in the Mm ass. So now there won't be as much tanking. Okay. And teams like the Knicks, first of all, who are now in fourth place from the worst, not from the best. <laughs> God, <you're number. laughs> Four plays from the worst. So they are not even looking at a number that's one pick right now. They're looking at a twelve point five percent chance to get the number one pick, and all the other the bottom three teams, which are the Hawks, the Cavaliers, and I believe I it was oh, it not, the Hulk, The Bulls? The yeah, the Bulls.
3: Moves.
1: The Bulls. So it's a, it's gonna be a you know, it's gonna be a tough time for for the Knicks. Well, I but mean... They'll find, they'll find some resolve when Pajingas comes back. They'll win a few more games and they'll be like fifth or sixth worse. So maybe they'll get the third pick out. So what wow. I think the problem is with the Knicks right now is that
3: they're... I don't think that the percentages, that that 14% for the bottom, it doesn't really make it worth it to lose. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's so much of a outside chance that you're going to win. You know, like, it's not like... You're guaranteed anything by losing, so it it just doesn't make sense to tank anymore because you don't know where you're going to end up, True. and you could wind up at the bottom of the lottery, you know. So you don't want to be you don't want to be that team like and hold back development or growth in players because you're trying to lose. Like the Knicks have, I like what what uh. Fisdale's doing over there. He's trying to mix in the young talent with the guys that he has out there. He, they're playing hard, right? He he would well, sport out the youngest lineup in franchise history a few times. The guys are going out there, they're competing and things like that. But their top pick has been the worst of the rookies so far. Uh, Kevin Knox hasn't done anything really to, yeah, to solidify coming off, a,
1: coming off a bad ankle you hurt your ankle early in the year and yeah you know it's going to take you a lot of time to not only get your timing at for yourself but the timing of the he, nba he plays guy. well so he's, he's 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 he, he, listen most rookies come in and they start from 50 and you know some of them get to you know they're not going to get to 100 but they crack 85 90 the guy who gets rookie of the year will crack 90 being the 95 to 100 range the the, the lesser rookies will be from zero to 50, okay? Knox came in at 50. He hurt his ankle, took him right to 35. So now he's working his way from 35, trying to figure out, he's not only trying to figure out the game speed of the NBA, which is faster than he's ever seen in his life. He's trying to also figure out, get back to his own game speed because he's never dealt with an injury playing against players that are all as athletic as him. That's what he's struggling with, to be honest. Yeah. he's always been well. Derrick Rose is just channeling his inner Derrick Rose from MVP he is. He's trying to score, you know. He's, and he's
3: I think with Derrick, just like with Kevin Knox and anybody else who's going through this. It's a confidence thing, and I feel like with Derek right now, he's the most confident that he's ever been since those injuries. I mean, he's 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 dealt, he's he's made it through two eighty-two game seasons, pretty much, got free in a row. So now he's at a point right now where he feels like he can go out there and lay it all on the line. He's hitting yeah, gaps. Yeah, he's not worried he, about. Anything. Yeah, he's hitting There's seams and he's getting to that rim and attacking that basket. I mean. That, that's one thing that I wish could still be going on right now. Uh, 100% Derrick Rose, man. Because a lot of these point guards that are upper echelon or thought of as upper echelon, the Steph Currys of the world, and, you know, I'm not really into the Steph Curry thing so much, but if Derrick Rose was here, the real Derrick Rose, you know, we well, see what real point guards are. Well, well, well let's, let's, let's give played. a quick
1: shout-out since we're talking about New York teams to the Nets. Because they're, they're, they're tough out every night for any team in the NBA. You know, that team really truly plays together. Uh, when you got a bunch of young guys, normally they're worrying about contracts at the end of the year. and guys are putting up shots that are not really their shots and you don't have as much synergy as they have, but that team comes out to play every single night. Jared Allen controls the paint and I just love watching them play. You know, it's, it's tough sometimes with the Knicks because they're just so inconsistent and you don't know who's gonna score for them every night. But over there on the Nets, you know Russell's going to get that ball in the rim. You know Denwood is going to get that ball inside the rim. And you know Jared Allen's going to play defense. I feel like they were really building something over there. And if they could keep all those pieces, it should be really nice.
3: Well, I think that if you watch the Knicks a little bit more, you know, if you expanded your uh, basketball hatership, mm-hmm. you know, and, and gave the Knicks a chance, I feel like you'd that you like Ennis Cancer. He comes out and, and gives it everything every yeah, night. Yeah, no defense. Twenty and twenty, you know. I mean, he has his yeah, defensive he, deficiencies. Yeah, yeah, he has His no defensive deficiencies. Didn't I just highlight
1: Jared Allen? That's yeah, what you yeah, yeah. think about him scoring. But I said the hey,
3: man anchors hey, the defense. We got to get offense from somewhere, just, and this gives it to us. All right, but, but, and
1: that's
2: and what, what we, Nets can, Nets count on. What we can
1: count on. They're a big guy. Just the. You know why? Your boy, your boy. This guy used to love your Okafor. Used to love him. Talked about oh, him, man. thought he'd be better than Cat at some point when they both were going up for the number one. This team. is why you can't. You know who beat him out for his job? Do you know who beat him out for his job? Jared Allen, guy with the afro, can't really finish at the rim, but he defends every possession. He rebounds with authority. I love the guy. Wow. Listen, he man, beat him out. He's not better is, skilled than him. All I know
3: is the Knicks and the Nets have about the same record. So all this stuff that
1: he's talking okay. about, over oh here. Let's have a better record I don't, than I don't know. I don't know. If we're going to keep it factual, like you said, what Nets he's have about. a better record right now than the Knicks. Right ain't, much right. it's ain't, much much <laughs>
3: ain't much better. Ain't much better. Ain't much better. he got a better record right you now. It ain't much better. Okay. It's just a little bit better. I want I to...
1: I know I know that we're, we're joking around about the Knicks and the Nets, but there's something serious going on right now in the NBA. Um, and I feel like we're not going to pay attention to it until two or three years go by and a lot of people have been taken advantage of. Uh, the NBA is making a lot of changes. Uh, the NCAA is making a lot of changes. Uh, for young people, to be honest, you know, for 18, 19-year-old boys, they're not men yet. And, you know, just like this draft lottery change, it's because this this really good players coming out right now and they don't want everybody tanking to get the really the best of the best. Yeah. You know, so the NBA, they allowed the D League to bring guys in because they want to profit from these guys. They're going to give them $125,000, but they'll make $2 million off of them because the games that those high-level guys play in will be packed. The games that those high-level guys play in will make ESPN. The games that those high-level guys play in will be on SportsCenter. The NBA is taking advantage because a guy named LeVar Ball started the JBA League and he got tired of guys not getting paid for their likeness. He got tired of guys getting taken advantage of by these rich people who really don't know those guys at all or what they go through on a daily basis. And right now, we all have to sit back and appreciate that some of these guys are getting paid and some of these high school guys will have agents that's going to take care of them. But let's just think for a second about the guys that won't have any agents. Let's just think about the guys that are not good enough to go straight to the NBA after after college or after high school. These guys are going to still be struggling in the dorms without anything to eat. No one's going to think about them because their talents not on a great level, and that's unfair. Everybody that plays collegiate basketball, even the walk-on should be paid a stipend because they're using their likeness on TV for jerseys, for all of these things that the kids get none of them. I was a college athlete, student athlete. There was times I played on TV. We had 20,000 people in the arena. But after the game, I'm wondering what I was going to eat that night. And I just I just really feel bad for those guys that are not the upper echelon talent. But they still have beaten hearts and they still want to play basketball. And they still want to get a, an education and... Yeah, there's not going to be anything for them there. And, you know, I hope that guys who do benefit from this, remember those guys. You know, try to help them a little bit and show love to your teammates who are not getting the special privileges they're handing out. And it's it, it really sad because as
3: student-athletes, you have the hardest job of anybody, you know, because you're traveling, uh, you're, you're missing classes, uh, you're doing all of these things that normal students wouldn't do. So the, the load is really taxing, you know, mentally on you. You have to be strong. You have to be able to uh, be disciplined and stick to a program and all of these things are discounted. They, they just brush it off as if it's easy and it's not easy, especially for someone who's as immature as an 18, 19 or 20, 21 year old kid, essentially. So you, you, you discount all of these things, but it takes a lot. You know, it takes a lot to continue to get good grades and fight through all of that stuff. So I think that uh, they, they definitely need to do something about that.
2: I mean, I know you joked about the whole Nikki Marie, but with Dante Savage, he has started a company called ProLink, mm-hmm. where he exactly. would basically be that them area back. of Give resource them back. Them back. for those students like that, that may not have the resources Great. to mm-hmm. find an agent or mm-hmm. a scout or Good. whatever it is. And it's for all sports. Right?
1: Oh, well, definitely, so, you know, for the, for the yeah. athletes and the millionaires out here who are showing love and trying to help others to further themselves or even get in a position of power like yourselves, man. Salute to you, yeah. man. And, yeah. you know, as we build this platform, we definitely want to continue to give back to people and help. And, you know, we're going to definitely do our part. You know, so y'all keep watching. And it was definitely a great time, man. Another great episode of Sports Talk Radio. And as always, we're going to leave y'all with our theme song because, to be honest, it's It's, the just, best. it's stellar. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's well, just, Why wouldn't you guys want to hear that? I mean, it's just... I've never heard a podcast with one like this, you know? So,
3: bring down the lyrics.
2: Knox. Shout out to Knox. Yeah. Shout, <laughs> out,
3: shout out to Mox, man. You did your thing. Hey, y'all keep on watching,
2: though.